Hey, welcome to Commando On Demand, where we talk to the industry movers and shakers and keep you up to date on everything digital. I'm Kim Commando. Today, we're going to talk about how people are actually making money, real money, selling web domain names. That's right. Sometimes lots of money. We're going to get to all that. But first, a quick thank you to one of our partners who helped make these Commando On Demand podcasts possible. shoppingmalls.com was sold by a student of mine for 50,000 bucks. That's shoppingmalls.com. He says, how much you want for the domain? I said, I have no idea. And he says, how about 5,000? So I said, yeah, sure. And then he sent me 5,000 bucks. He probably would have paid more for it. These are sales that are being bought out by professionals in that industry. It's very valuable to them. Yeah, that's right. If you actually had purchased cars.com 10 years ago, you would have made a ton of money. I've heard some of Jamie Lewis's stories and I got to thinking, you know what? I wonder how many of our listeners have web domains, Twitter names, social media accounts, just sitting around collecting dust and somebody would actually want to buy them. You could buy a domain for $10, get it on GoDaddy.com and then you can flip it either on Flippa on GoDaddy premiums, or by doing outbound calls. And speaking of domain names, just recently, I purchased a domain name. That's right. I wanted to start a podcast network, and it seemed like all the good names were taken. We, of course, owned podcastk.com, but I didn't want to limit our podcast network to just stuff that I did. So I went out in search of the perfect domain name, and then I found it. It was there, podnet. Com. That's right, podnet.com. So think for a moment, how much would you be willing to pay for a domain name? Like podnet.com, $100, $1,000. How much do you think I actually spent to purchase podnet.com? Now, of course, you know they call me Frugal Kimmy. But when it comes to business, it comes to marketing, think about the cadence of the word podnet.com. It sounds good, doesn't it? Do you have that number in your head? All right, I'll tell you the answer in just a moment. Because buying and selling domain names, it's like flipping real estate. In fact, on the web, that's exactly what a domain is, real estate. If you don't own any titles, but you happen to be good with words, you can invent your own name that you think will sell, you can reserve it, and then you can turn it into a profit. Good website names and social media handles are in really high demand, especially the older ones. I'm going to tell you how you can get into this web domain real estate market racket in this podcast. And before we get to all of that, how much do you think I paid for podnet.com? How much do you think, Michael? Do you have the number in your head? Are you ready for it? I paid $4,999 for the domain name podnet.com. And now that you know that, I expect you to at least go visit it a few times. That's right, podnet.com. All right, so I've got this round table of experts going. These are some of the top domain buying and selling gurus in the entire business. Now, of course, I couldn't get them all to be at the round table at the same time, but thanks to great audio technology and some great audio editors, we put them all together, just like it was a roundtable discussion, because it's a lot easier to understand it all that way. So we have Chris Hughes. He's from A Nerd's World, one of Toronto's top web developers, and his story's really cool. He's a shoe fan, well, like me, and his love of shoes actually turned out to be a very profitable thing. 
I've always had an addiction for sneakers. I'm almost 40 years old, so I know it's pathetic that I have an addiction for sneakers, but let's be honest, I do. So I was sitting down trying to come up with ideas and names and domains that I wanted to register pertaining to sneakers. And, you know, pen and a paper literally like this, I'm just writing things down. And I came up with a few names, and one of the names I came up with was shoegasm.com, and, and it was available. Exciting. I just bought it to sit on it. I had no intention of using it at that time. Uh, but the funny part of the story is within like six months, I get contacted by a lawyer in New York City saying my client would like to purchase this domain name from you. I hadn't even put a sale sign for sale. I had no attempt at selling this to the general public. So I said, sure, why not? Um, I think the first number I came up with was like $5,000. Why not? All right. So how much did you actually get? And be honest. I don't recall what the final price was, but I know I made at least a thousand dollar profit and the neat thing was this like two years ago I'm walking through New York City and I look up to the left and there's this huge store and the name of the store is Shoegasm pretty exciting to see my idea on pen and paper purchase a domain then sell it to a store that now has a big location and big storefront in New York City that's my story wow I've got to check that out the next time I'm in New York and here's Jamie Lewis from Domainer Elite he had a couple of great ones too shoppingmalls.com was sold by a student of mine for 50,000 bucks. That's shoppingmalls.com. I sold gettingpregnant.org for 5,000. Now right there, do you see the difference? Shopping malls was 10 times as much money as gettingpregnant.org. Now they were both bought in a certain way and by professionals in those industries. From what I heard, shopping malls was bought by someone who owned shopping mall complex. Gettingpregnant.org was bought by an in vitro company. And so that in vitro company came to Google and they did a search for getting pregnant to see who their competition was. And they saw this blog sitting there with just one article and it wasn't doing anything. And they said, we really like that domain because we're gonna develop on that domain. It's doing well in the search engines. And he emailed me, he says, how much you want for the domain? I said, I have no idea. He says, how about 5,000? So I said, yeah, sure. And then he sent me 5,000 bucks. He probably would have paid more for it. He probably would have. And imagine how much it would sell for now. I think for the most part, all the best names are truly taken. I'm hoping that you own a good name, but let's just say that I don't. Chris, how can I come up with some names today that would actually turn a profit? You can sit down, do it the old fashioned way like I did it, a dictionary, just writing down ideas, pen and a paper on the side and circle stuff. And people have to understand that the big terms are going to be taken. Balloons.com, flowers.com. You, you throw in a, another key word in between, in front of, behind. The part of the excitement here is actually just searching. There's billions of words in the dictionary in multiple languages. I'm certain you could sit down in one evening and come up with 10 really neat ideas for domains that are available at $9.99. And now's the time to get you motivated to buy. And then there's the question, where's a good place to buy it? I mean, I want to make sure I don't get ripped off. I recommend just buying your domain on GoDaddy.com. I've used GoDaddy for a long time, 24-hour service. The price is right. GoDaddy.com. Simply go on their website and just start typing in ideas. Yeah, I've used GoDaddy.com. It's pretty simple to the point, easy to use. Everything's laid out for you. As a matter of fact, I just purchased another domain, PodKids.com. So how much do you think I spent for PodKids.com? And I have to tell you, 
It's not like my money's grown on trees out here in Phoenix, Arizona. Now, Pod Kids is going to be a podcast network for kids. So let's ask Mike James, who's here in the booth with me right now. Mike, how long have you known me? Uh, 17 years, going on 17 years. Would you say that I'm frugal? <laughs> You're the super frugal, yes. Okay, so you know that I spent about five grand for podnet.com. Yep. So I want to start a podcast network for kids. Mm-hmm. You know, great stories, family friendly. They don't have to worry about hearing something that they shouldn't hear. Right. So how much do you think I spent? For podkids.com. It's a great name, first of all. So I would think it would be worth at least $5,000, but I don't think you paid $5,000. I'm going to say it's a great name. I'm, I'm going to say $3,000. Are you ready? Uh-huh. $1,499. Yeah. You got a great deal. Okay. So if you think about this, I've got $6,500 wrapped up in podcast names in the last 30 days. And that's just me. People are buying and selling domain names. As I mentioned, I use GoDaddy because everything's laid out. Anywhere else we should go? There's one last option I'd like to talk to you about. It's expireddomains.net. This is a marketplace of expired domains or just about expired domains, meaning that they're going to expire today. And maybe the owner of the domain didn't know that, wasn't aware, they're on vacation, they're in bed, they no longer want the domain. There could be multiple reasons as to why they did not renew the domain, but that means that day you can pick up some really good catches at a low price. Cost starts literally at a dollar, but if you look to the right, you'll see there's appraisal value. And if people are bidding on a domain, you'll see how many bids there are and what the current value or what the current bid is at. Coming up, what is a domain name worth? We're going to get to all that, but first, a quick thank you to one of our partners who helped make these Commando On Demand podcasts possible. A quick mention and a quick thank you, because I've got to tell you about my toothbrush from Quip. All right, I know you've had parents and teachers and dentists telling you how to brush your teeth your whole life, and it seems like everybody has a different technique. One thing that they all can agree on is that you have to brush your teeth for a full two minutes. I've been telling my son Ian that for years. Ah, but not anymore. I have a Quip and so does Ian. Quip is electric. It's small, it's light, it's sleek. There's a built-in two minute timer that pulses every 30 seconds to remind you, are you ready for it? Yes, switch sides. You don't have to guess anymore. With Quip, new brush heads are automatically delivered just like the dentists recommend, every three months for just $5. So you can just forget about it. Try Quip and see why it's backed by more than 20,000 dental professionals and me and my son Ian. We both love our Quip. Quip starts at just $25. That's it. Visit getquip.com tech right now and you're going to get a deal. You get your first refill pack for free with any Quip electric toothbrush. That's your first refill pack free. Yes, absolutely free. Head over to getquip.com slash tech. That's G-E-T-Q-U-I-P dot com slash tech. Okay, Chris, here's the question on everybody's mind. What is a domain name worth? I mean, how do you really go about looking that up? I have to tell you, as I mentioned with our domains that I've already purchased, I normally like think about it, think about the marketing value, and I go with what my gut tells me. 
So GoDaddy now has a beta version. It's a domain evaluator. It's a domain appraiser. It's automated and it's incredible that you can type in the idea. Uh, they'll evaluate my, my domain with a certain dollar value. And then on the right, you'll see that they actually show three like or similar domains that I've sold. And that's where they get their evaluation from. I have seen those valuations. Do you think it's truly valid? I mean, is it a rock solid price? It's just an estimate. Obviously, buyers and sellers can sell it higher or lower than the evaluation. That's just a very rough evaluation as to what they believe the appraisal value of that domain name is. It almost sounds too easy. There's got to be a little bit more to the game or else everybody would be in it. Hey, Jamie, you want to chime in? A domain isn't just valuable right off the bat. It's valuable because someone is willing to pay that amount of money for it. It's not like a house, you know, in real estate, like for instance, my neighbor sold his house for 1.2 million and this other neighbor sold his house for 1.6 million. So I could sell my house for 1.4 million. But that's not how it is with domains. Domains don't really have that type of value. It could be all over the place. A domain could be worth $500,000 and it could be worth $500. All right, let's dig in. Jamie, I've pulled up a domain name on GoDaddy. Take a look and tell me where you would go from here. This domain has an appraisal of 800 bucks. Okay, that's one of the things I'm gonna take into account, but that's not enough. I need to do more investigation on this domain. How old is it? Use Wayback Machine. Type into Google Wayback Machine. Okay, that's the second thing to check out. You're a detective now. Did you get the cost per click for the actual keyword? You have to think in different dimensions. It's not only about like, oh, Estebot says it's worth a thousand bucks. I can get a thousand bucks for it. I'm gonna put it on Flippa and it's gonna magically sell. All right, hey, wait a minute. Back up just a sec. Give us a few other sites where we can actually look up the value. We have Estebot and we have Google AdWords. We have Wayback Machine to show us how old the domain is. But you know what? Use a little bit of common sense and use some comparable sales. Comparable sales are the most important thing, in my opinion, when it comes to domaining. It's kind of like the real estate thing, like where you compare this house that's sold next to you. Relatable, comparable sales. Relatable, comparable sales. Got it? Another reason why you want to really get into comparable sales is because if Estebot does give you a low appraisal and you're thinking Estebot messed up on that, well then look up some comparable sales yourself and then use those comparable sales in your listing. So if I'm smart, I'm not gonna just settle for the GoDaddy or the Estebot estimate. Estebot is a robot. It's not going to be as good as you interpreting to the buyer why this domain is good. Search engine optimization comes into play. If it's someone who wants to purchase this domain because they wanna dominate in the search engines and they wanna get rid of their competitors, then that's another reason. All of those things would go in your either your Flippa auction, you know, where you have a chance to write out exactly what the domain is about, or it's going to be something that you're pitching to someone on the phone. That's right. You can actually beef up the price. I can control some of that. Chris, what are some of your favorite places to sell a domain name? Flippa.com is my favorite. F-L-I-P-P-A.com. We have GoDaddy.com once again. They also have an auction and an opportunity for you to sell your domain names. SEDO.com is probably the third biggest marketplace for domains. You gotta be a little bit of an investigator, a little bit of an, a detective and do your own research and you know, use, use your noggin and use those comparable sales. 
All that's great, guys, but you know what? I'm a bottom line type of gal. Show me the money. Domains have sold for a lot of money. If you're one of the pioneers in the beginning and you purchased domains, like I'm talking about before me, then you could have been, and you held on to the domains long enough, you'll be filthy rich on a beach or a yacht, big private yacht, mansion somewhere. You know, mansions really aren't all they're cracked up to be. I know, first world problem. You have big houses, but it takes a lot of work. It costs thousands and thousands a month to maintain. And it seems like every other day something's broke. For me, I wouldn't give up my day job to get into the domain market, but I do buy and sell a lot of domains for our business. Don't look at it as a career in the beginning. Look at it as a hobby. Make a little extra money. Have some fun. It's better than the lottery or bingo or the slot machine. So you're going to win more here. All right. Good point. It actually sounds like a great way to make some extra cash, especially if you have an old domain without dashes in it or too many words. Ones that end in .com, this is really important, are still considered the most valuable. This is exciting. If you're like me and you love making money, this could become an addiction for you. And remember, the cost of getting in this game of buying and selling domains is practically nothing. Good stuff, guys. I really appreciate your input. I'm going to tell everyone how they can get in touch with you, Jamie and Chris, at the very end of the podcast. Okay, coming up, stay right where you are. So we're going to talk about buying and selling safety advice from our favorite ethical hacker from Bulgaria. That's right. And right now, let's take a moment and thank one of our partners who helped make these Commando On Demand podcasts possible. Hey, welcome back. And just like with any new venture, you're taking a risk when you swim with the sharks. And when you buy and sell anything on the internet, you're totally swimming in a big school of sharks. Let me tell you, only in this school, you don't die, you just live and you learn, like in real school. Now, when I was in school, I have to tell you, I really was that techno nerd. And it would have been so helpful to have a big, tough friend to protect me. I didn't have that. They just made fun of me. Think about this. You're walking around with the name Kim Commando, really? Okay, our next guest is an ethical hacker, kind of like an internet bodyguard in a school of sharks. He also happens to be a martial arts expert, so he's a pretty tough guy. Asin is from Bulgaria, and he works with some major corporations. We have him on the phone right now, and let me tell you, the connection isn't that great, but I wanted to include him in the podcast because what he has to say is really interesting. Asen, welcome to Commando On Demand. Hey, Kim. It's a pleasure to be here. Thank you for the invitation. So, Asen, you can make some big money in the domain flipping business, right? There are uh, some experienced domain flippers that are able to, to make uh, great money out of it. I'm talking about tens of uh, thousands of dollars. Okay, I have to ask you a question. Who do you think is safer, a flipper or a broker? And just so everybody's on the same page, can you explain the difference between the two? Flippers tend to buy stuff cheaper as they see opportunity in future. And then once the price goes up, they're going to sell it. Uh, it's like flipping houses. The broker, they're usually uh, licensed. They're, they're more like organization, something bigger, more reliable. And then you can definitely sell your already developed website through such brokers. They sell something that's already been improved and it's on the market for a long time and they think they can sell it for a higher price. So uh, definitely I would say brokers are uh, more reliable. 
What happens when a hacker gets a hold of your domain or maybe a Twitter handle or some social media account or something else? So usually hackers develop specially crafted scripts. They're uh, looking for domain names of interest. And once the domain name is released or someone forget to pay and renew the plan on the domain name, they buy it. And then the, once that happens, that domain name, it's, it's already precious for someone. You know, developed websites, they're looking into bigger companies, more developed in a marketing way and someone that will definitely spend a lot of money to uh, pay for their domain name to get it back so this is what uh, hackers target most often and they they're successful they're pretty successful in stealing or buying the domain names as soon as they drop off the previous owner and once that happens uh, it's a long way usually you have to negotiate with the hackers maybe try to pay them Uh, they usually ask for a lot of money in this case So what you're saying is the absolute truth. I've talked about this on my show many times. You want to make sure that you renew your domain name before somebody gets a hold of it and holds it hostage. That's why whatever email address and phone number that you use to register the domain, you better make sure that this is one that you have for the long haul. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. We have a lot of clients that uh, come to us and they say, hey, we didn't know exactly who's going to take care of renewing our domain name plan and then we forgot to pay it. Someone else bought it and did something terrible, like pointed to a malicious website that uh, did something else. And then all their clients are suffering from it. This is a huge loss for the company. And we help them usually negotiate since the the only legal way here is to negotiate uh, with the new owner and try to buy it back. But if it was stolen, it's another story. Tell us some examples of someone who you had to help to, say, recover their site. Sure. I cannot be uh, too specific about it, but I would say uh, one of the best stories that that I have is uh, a site that's usually visited by a lot of uh, children on a daily basis. I'm talking about tens of thousands of children every day. Then someone forgot to renew the the domain name that they were using. So uh, another guy saw that and he bought the domain name right away. And then he pointed that domain name to an adult website. I'm talking about a porn site, which was uh, crucial for uh, like the bankruptcy of the of the business. And we helped them a lot in this case, but they had to go through a long process in order to recuperate back their business up to speed. All right, let me get this straight. So someone actually purchased an expired domain that was originally meant for children, right? And then redirected that to a porno site? Gosh, people, unbelievable. Yes, absolutely. The domain name just pointed to another web server. This is how it usually works. Uh, Like uh, you're buying a SIM card, and when you put it in your phone, you tell that phone to work with that specific phone number. Same thing goes here with that domain name. Once uh, you put a specific IP address to point, when you access that domain name, it will point you to that server. And in this case, the server was actually hosting a porn website. Obviously, that can put a damper on your company's reputation. Absolutely, yeah, I've seen it happening and that's why I would recommend to all the website owners to have a specific person or uh, maybe automated notice 
that will help them renew the domain name on time, their plan on time. And most of the hosting providers, they, they provide such uh, notices, early notices. They will send you email, maybe SMS or something like that to basically remind you, even a phone call from time to time, depending on the hosting provider. Yeah, let me tell you, we're on top of that stuff here at Westar and Commando.com. I mean, we have to be. Now, I know you mainly work with large organizations and conglomerates, but what if someone wants to get in touch with you? Can they do it? Absolutely, yeah, Kim. Our headquarters is in Dallas, Texas. But we have employees working remotely throughout the entire U.S. Our website is enforcecyber.com, and my profile could be found also on Upwork. Uh, we do a lot of consulting work, and we also provide uh, MSSP, which is Managed Secure Service Platform, to our clients and help them manage their security, information security, in the best possible way. Asen, I really appreciate you taking the time to call in and speak with me today. And I'm really glad that you're on our side. I'm telling you, we need more people like you. Thank you. It was a pleasure. Thank you for the invitation. Up next, we're going to go through some more key points, and we're going to talk about the possibilities and the pitfalls, the plans, and some of the more intricate details of buying and selling domain names. Okay, before you sell anything online, the first thing you need to ask yourself is, am I breaking any rules? We never give legal advice at commando.com and here on the podcast, and I certainly don't want to give you that impression. I will say that when it comes to selling other online commodities like Twitter handles and Instagram accounts, things can get dicey. You see, most social media platforms don't allow you to sell your accounts there. It's pretty much spelled out in the terms of service when you signed up. So if this is something that you're interested in doing, make sure that you actually read the terms of service and research the current internet laws before you do anything rash. You also wanna ask yourself, what's the worst thing that can happen if I sell my domain name? Well, if you have an established clientele, you definitely don't wanna ruin your reputation by letting that domain fall into the wrong hands. But if you have a cool old domain name that you never use, heck, it might be worth going to Estebot, Flippa, or GoDaddy and checking out the value. Who knows, you might be sitting on a gold mine. But like Jamie Lewis said, don't ever settle on just the robot-generated numbers. You don't know if they're really on the up and up. Speaking of, thanks again, Jamie, for being part of the podcast. You can find Jamie over at DomainerElite.com or on YouTube, by the way. His tutorials are loaded with information. Chris Hughes also had some great ideas for creating new names, but his expertise goes way beyond that. He also owns A Nerd's World, which is one of Toronto's top web development agencies. They have three storefronts, and get this, they all wear bow ties and horn-rimmed glasses. Yep, that's hip and helpful. You can pick his brain over at nerdsworld.com or check him out on YouTube. And I also want to thank our special guest, ethical hacker Asen Kiev. He's the guy that you want to hire if you get into a hacking jam. He specializes in large banking and multi-industry clients, but he's a really nice guy, and he truly likes helping people. You can find him on Upwork, LinkedIn, or InforceCyber.com. That's I-N with an I. Finally, I want to thank one of our slam dunk writers, Vicki Morgan, 
and our magic audio producer, Monica Glowemski. Go ahead. You can try to spell that one. <laughs> Good luck. All right. Thanks, gals. Great teamwork. We did it all. We pulled it all together. And if you like this podcast, you know what to do. Head over to Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, wherever you get your podcasts. Give us a great five-star review. Give us a couple of nice words. Yes, I love that. And don't forget to subscribe. So this way you get our podcasts automatically delivered to you even when you're sleeping. That's high tech for you. 